This is Carolina Quadras, and for the next few weeks, we're going to be covering the top five steps to a healthy mind. These are very well-known steps, yet not enough people follow them. So I, along with all of my guests, are going to be testing them out to prove to you that they are worth your time and are going to change your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Self-Care Share. It's your host, Carolina Quadras. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about nourishing your body and how to do so, And we're also going to be talking about the consequences of extreme dieting. We have a super special guest coming in, Evan Yee, and she knows a lot about nutrition, so stay tuned for that. And before I get this episode started, I wanted to put a super fast trigger warning in here. We're going to be discussing eating disorders, so if you've had an eating disorder before, or if you're in recovery from one, it might be best to sit this episode out. Don't worry, there'll be a bunch of new episodes coming in later. But this one might be a good idea to skip if you think it might trigger you. Okay, so I think it's time to get started on today's episode. So as I mentioned before, it's all about nutrition. But I'm not here to make you feel bad about eating junk food or fast food or whatever. I want to convince you that you should try to start implementing more healthy foods into what you eat every single day. Such as whole foods, fibers, antioxidants, vitamin Ds, magnesium... All of these are found in the foods that you eat. So a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, a lot of carbohydrates. I know carbs have like a really bad reputation because of how like society has made them seem. Carbs are so important and so necessary in order for you to have like a good, healthy, sustainable diet. And the reason that all these foods are important to eat is because they play such a big factor into your mental health. Eating healthy food helps you grow good bacteria, which later turns into positively affected neurotransmitter production. So basically, eating healthy can really help elevate your positive mood. Additionally, you physically feel so much better, and it can really help you perform better in any sports or just overall in your academic performance as well. Eating breakfast is something that I think is looked over a lot of times. However, by eating breakfast, you're boosting your metabolism in the morning. And additionally, you're helping your brain get started by getting fuel into your mind and helping it start running so that you perform so much better in the morning during your tests or your homework or your classes. So obviously, it's really important to eat a lot of healthy foods. However, that does not mean that you have to restrict yourself a lot. Uh, There's a rule called the 80-20 rule that I think I like to follow a lot. Basically means that 80% of the foods you eat are healthy foods and then 20% of the foods don't have to be. And you don't have to follow this exact rule. The overall idea of just having balance in your diet and what you eat every day is super crucial. And if you don't really know where to even start with making healthy meals, I think it's always like a good way to start with like plant-based meals or things that you know came from the earth or came from different animals that came from this earth. Just because there's a lot of different companies that profit out of making items that they market as being super healthy, but in reality, it's just a bunch of chemicals. I think it's always just best to rely on things that actually came from the earth. I sound very hippie saying this, but you can rely on them to not have as many chemicals or any chemicals at all. You can rely on them to make sure that your body is actually going to be fueled and get as many fibers and proteins and nutrients and vitamins as it can receive from food. So I know it's kind of hard to kind of figure out how much food you should be consuming. A lot of people like to follow like a calorie regimen, calorie count, and for some people that's really effective. 
However, I would recommend to stay away from it just because it can lead to a really unhealthy relationship with food. And a lot of the times it is known to lead to eating disorders. And in case anyone doesn't know what an eating disorder is, it's basically just having a really bad relationship with food. I'll describe the three main ones. There's anorexia, which basically means that you're depriving yourself from food. So you're practically starving yourself. It's considered a mental disorder as well because it can lead to depression, it can lead to anxiety. This can lead to troubles having children. It can cause girls to lose their periods. It can cause even death. It can cause hair loss. It can cause weakness. Um, if you're an athlete especially, this can be really harmful because it'll cause you to perform less well in your sport. It's a very, very serious topic and unfortunately affects a lot of high schoolers nowadays. It is the most common eating disorder out of the three that I'm going to be talking about. So the next one is bulimia. Bulimia basically means that a person is throwing their food back up right after eating it. Usually a person will binge, otherwise known as consuming a lot of food at once, and then throw it back up so that their body does not intake all of the nutrients or any of the food or digest it. It's also considered a mental disorder and can be really harmful. It can also lead to depression and anxiety and it is a very serious issue and a very scary thing for a lot of people. It could cause them to feel a loss of control because they no longer feel like they have the control to prevent themselves from throwing up their food. And then the last eating disorder that I think we should talk about is binge eating disorder. This is kind of different from the other two, whereas the other two, you're trying to consume as little food into your system. Whereas for this eating disorder, you feel like you have a loss of control over the amount of food that you're consuming. So a person would constantly continue eating even past the point of discomfort even. It's also considered a mental disorder. Binge eating disorder can lead to obesity. Um, obesity is also something that you should try to avoid. It can cause you a lot of heart failure, problems. Um, it's been known to even lead to heart attacks. And obesity can make you qualify as a high risk for COVID. And all three of these eating disorders can be life-threatening. They're just very serious issues, and they affect a lot of people. And it's a very scary thing for a lot of people. So if you or anyone you know has an eating disorder, please call 800-931-2237. Or you can text them. They're a hotline for eating disorders, and they can help you out. So I know it can seem kind of scary, like trying to be healthy while still trying to avoid getting an eating disorder, but it's a lot easier than it sounds when you just make sure that you view food as like fuel rather than like a punishment or a reward. And also when you just ensure that you're constantly feeding yourself when you're hungry and not feeding yourself when you're not hungry, just listening to your body. And I know it sounds like so easy and simple. Trust me, it can get really, really difficult if you don't listen to your body. Your body knows itself better than you do, which sounds kind of weird, but it does. So listen to the signals that it sends you. Hunger is a signal for a reason and fullness is a signal for a reason as well. Let's lighten the mood a little bit and move on to today's interview. So for today's guest, we have Evan Yee. She's a current junior at Carmont High School and she's pretty much an expert when it comes to healthy eating. She has her own website, she has her own Instagram account, and I wanted to bring her in to talk a little bit about healthy eating and all the tips and her experience with it. 
So, hi, Evan. Hi, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for coming in. Clearly, I'm a senior, so I'm graduating this year. But it's okay, because people have told me I look younger. I keep on getting my times mixed up with all of quarantine. Oh my god, so sorry. Honestly, though, it, it like it's crazy to think about like how fast time passes, so you're good. Yeah, it really has. So talking about quarantine, actually, I first discovered your Instagram account during quarantine. How did, was that when it first started or when did your like passion yeah, for so health start? I got, um, so I was always like really passionate about like my weight. I started weightlifting and like my eating everything, um, actually in sophomore year because I took weight training, um, sophomore year as my elective. And then I started like growing my knowledge of um, like eating and like, you know, like learning about more about like the nutrition and like the important facts about like nutrition labels and like reading that and everything. Um, and so I started it because I know a lot of my friends were like struggling through quarantine, like finding ways to like motivate themselves to exercise, to eat right. And so I thought, what better way to like spread it than through like Instagram because everyone uses social media now. And where did you first start learning about, like, nutrition and how to create new recipes and all of that? I think I, st I started learning, well, I used to have a lot, like, very bad, like, body dysmorphia. And so for people who don't know, it's, like, finding flaws in your body that aren't really there. And so I started, like, I wanted to change, like, a lot of, like, how my body looked. And so I know... I started reading more about it and how nutrition is actually 70% of how your body will look in the future. And so eating right, like just eating clean and like balanced and sustainable in the kitchen is going to get you far more um, progress than working out like two hours a day. And so I started researching a lot about that. And I actually have... I have a pretty good amount of knowledge now. Um, I know I'm applying for I'm applying for some colleges for nutrition and like kinesiology and like the body. Um, so that'll be exciting. I actually read an article that you had written about like r nutrition relating to like body image and how it can like also you have to like, keep yourself in check to make sure it's a balanced thing and doesn't turn into a toxic trait. Yeah. So do you have like any tips on how to make sure that it becomes like a healthy? for me something it's a very big mental aspect and how you perceive food because in many like different households you know like kids grow up thinking there's like good foods bad foods like you know like and I think that it's it works for some but for me it was a very toxic thing you know and so I started viewing food as just fuel like different types of fuel you know like at the gas station like there's premium and then there's like you know like not as good premium and so how has eating healthy like affected your mind like I definitely think since like eating a lot healthier like I've been in more like positive moods um I have a lot more energy for the gym I think it's so important realizing that people who do sports activity like and in general people especially girls don't realize that you have to be eating more than 1200 calories a day I would say and like this is very relative like I eat maybe anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 calories a day depending on what muscles I work how much I work out and going back to your website what first inspired you to create it um honest okay one of my friends I don't know if she's also a senior um Leela and my best friend Simone probably encouraged me the most and they've always been like the people who have like supported me no matter what they've always been there for me and so when I came out with my Instagram they were like oh you could do a website because I really like writing and I'm not good at like academic writing but I'm very good at blog like blogging making very emotional writing and so 
I decided, I was like, why not? You know, like, I'll try it out and we'll see how it goes. And I really liked it a lot. Oh, have you, like, found any way, like, have you connected with other people through your website, too? Like, have you found anyone else? Um, I've definitely connected a lot of people. I've actually, when I first started my account, I was really scared. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, wow, like, you know, it's kind of out there. It's a little different. But it was actually very interesting to see how many other people actually struggled with very similar things I struggled through myself. Um, One of, there was this girl who reached out to me and she's like, listen, like this makes such a big difference to like, for me, because she's actually, she goes to Duke and she runs there. And so hearing her say like, oh, listen, like this is really cool. Like this, like I resonate with this because I've struggled with similar things. Like it, it makes me realize like it, makes an impact when you start something new and you like do something for the benefit of others and i think it's like a really common like idea people are like oh healthy food super expensive super time consuming to make so what would you say like back to them i would say that my number one tip is if you can buy your stuff at costco my mom buys all the stuff at costco it's so easy to meal prep and i think it's all about like planning like meal planning for me is like very fun i like to just think in the morning i think about like what i could have for the day and what would you say to someone who doesn't even know where to start on their health journey i would say start out with finding foods that you really like and seeing if you can find a way to like it say it's like someone likes really likes in and out see if you can make that at home because i think no matter what you use home like cooked meals will always be healthier because you know what's going in them and I think that's a very big factor is like know what's go- know what's going into the food you consume then see if you can make it at home like start experimenting in the kitchen I think that's something that I really enjoyed is just finding like healthier alternatives limit the use of limit the use of butter I think you also have to take it slow there is a very bad cycle that I know a lot of people go through where they restrict themselves so much and then they just binge because they've, you know, they've restricted themselves for so long. Like, allow yourself some treats in the day, you know. It's it's about creating a balanced lifestyle. Like, my dad, he's always tried to get us to understand that if a diet isn't sustainable, like, you're never going to make it through life like that, you know. it's You're not going to be happy. Um, and so the best diet for anyone, I said, is something that's sustainable. Thank you so much, Evan. Honestly, I learned a lot from this conversation. Uh, I really appreciate it. And you gave us a lot of wise words and good tips. So thank you. Of course, I hope you have a good day, everyone. Bye. So that wraps up our podcast episode for the day. I hope you guys had a super good time. I know I did. And I know today's episode was kind of a different style. I thought it was super important to bring some issues like eating disorders into light and really discuss them into detail to make sure more people are educated because they're real life problems that a lot of people have to deal with. So I hope to see you guys during the next episode. And I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you. Bye.